Hello, hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of this podcast, Thinking Out Loud. I thought that this time I would go into another thing I really like doing, and that's writing and contemplating on the powers of words. And words have great power, and I'm sure that everyone has heard that before, that words have the strength to scar and hurt someone. They're used to speak, to convey our feelings, to create an image, and that it's just pretty cool. How these sounds we're making with our vocal cords can carry so much meaning and intention. Something I think about often is how, one day, far back in the past, human beings just agreed on this set of words as an official language. The origin of language is truly super interesting to dive into, tracing back its steps too far back in history, which, by the way, is another thing I really like, and maybe one day I'll do an episode on that. (laughs) But for now, let's just stick to the present. Words aren't just used for verbal communication, of course. They're in advertisements to convince customers. They're found in books to describe intricate details and scenarios. They really are the tool. And I particularly love using this tool as something to create stories and express hidden messages. To think that you can craft the whole new universe through writing and planning a plot is just an incredible thought to me. And we say writing, but nowadays it's more like typing. (laughs) Recently for an English assignment, we were asked to write about a murder mystery, and it could be about anything. At first, I was quite uninspired. I thought of using inspiration from the TV series NCIS, growing up watching crime series and spending my time listening to true crime podcasts, I thought that I could use it to my advantage. But it led to an issue. I had so many ideas that I wanted to use, and with all the stories merging into one, the plot seemed all over the place and dry. I wasn't sure how I wanted to go ahead with it and actually plan out the whole thing. During the time we were writing this, we were in the art room, and with the immense writer's block that I had, I started to stretch and look around, trying to think of an interesting plot that will grab the attention of my peers and my teacher. When I looked to my left, there was a diagram, a picture of a face and the symmetry of it. And then it struck me that I wanted to do something about art. I've always liked the idea of playing around with the theme of imperfection, perfection, romanticizing life, over-romanticizing life. And so came to mind a protagonist. This protagonist was just super into perfection. But to them, the world is filled with imperfection so much that they didn't want to create paintings and images based on the world because they simply didn't want to add the element of chaos and confusingness of the world, as I put it in the writing. But then he meets a ballerina named Persephone, 
and I chose Persephone specifically because of the connotations of it. Persephone, to my understanding in Greek mythology, is the goddess queen of the underworld, and she is gorgeous, and so is this ballerina that I wanted to portray in the story, but her fate is dark, which is the same thing that I wanted to create again for the ballerina. At first, when the protagonist meets her, he sees her as perfect, and as I wrote in the story, the embodiment of perfection and elegance itself. However, of course nobody is perfect, and to him, he couldn't accept that. So eventually he kills her when he invites her over to paint. I won't go into the exact details of what exactly I wrote about how he killed her, because it is quite gory. Should I add a warning about mentioning murder? Um, I probably will later, but um, <laughs> continuing on. In the end, this is one of the pieces I am most proud of, and something I'll read back, I'll read through again. I've always loved to write, from jotting down random bits of narratives in my messy childish handwriting when I was nine, to submitting work I was proud of into writing competition in hopes of winning. At times the stories I think of, the writing prompts that pop up in my head, I simply disregard them and allow them to fade away, forgotten. This is mainly because I felt that they were cringy or unoriginal. But after writing this piece, it was quite uplifting and motivating to see how some people were able to pick up the symbolism and foreshadowing that I've added. Maybe it won't be a bad idea to simply go ahead with these ideas and solidify them, to actually finish writing a book, and to achieve that dream the nine-year-old me wanted so badly. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this very short ramble. Well, it's almost seven minutes, so maybe not that short of a ramble, but this ramble of writing. Thank you and see you in two weeks.